Welcome to Jen's Lore Corner, a podcast focused on the lore in the Diablo series of video games. This is Jen, and you are listening to Jen's Lore Corner. This is number six, and this one is about Queen Asilla. When you go through Diablo 3, you only see her in one part of the game, and not for very long, so she's an easily overlooked character. However, she does have some background that is interesting, and that's what this lore corner is about. Queen Asilla is the wife of King Leoric, who, as you know, became the Skeleton King. Now, I'll go into his story in another lore corner at some point, because this one's just about Queen Asilla. Um, So the two of them were married. We don't really know anything specific about how they met or, you know, how they got married or who her family was before she met him or anything like that. Um, And part of this, the reason for this is because this is the first time Queen Asilla has ever appeared in game. She doesn't appear anywhere else outside a game, just in Diablo 3. Of course, the Skeleton King has been around since the very first Diablo. So uh, the addition of Queen Asilla is interesting on its own. Uh, Blizzard doesn't always give its uh, important or significant male characters a wife. And when it does, both within uh, Diablo 3 and in World of Warcraft... When Blizzard does have them have a wife, they don't always name the wife. Uh, In a previous lore corner, I talked about Adria and how her mother was never given a name by Blizzard. So it's interesting that Queen Asilla actually has a name. So she's Queen Asilla. And uh, we don't know, like I said, how she met her husband or anything like that. But we do know they did not originally live in Tristram. He originated from Kajistan, which I may be mispronouncing a little bit, but that's where he was, and he was involved with the Zacharum Church, which I'll go into in some other lore corner. And because of that, he kind of inherited the lands around Tristram, so they moved. Um, <laughs> they moved to uh, Condorus, and Leoric declared himself king of the area. In short, and again, I'll go into his whole thing in in another one. So uh, basically, they started off um, in Kajistan and moved to to Tristram, the original Tristram. And uh, to get a little bit of idea of just where it was, um, there is a character in Act 1, a little NPC or non-player character named Malachi, and he's the healer that kind of rants over in the corner not too far from Deckard Cain's house. And one of the things he says is, From the east shall come a monarch whose rule begins in blood and ends in bone. And he continues on from there, but that's what he's talking about. They came from the east. So uh, Queen Asilla and her husband and her children... Uh, traveled over to Tristram, around where Tristram is. And as you know, in game, you end up going through uh, Leoric's mansion and his lands as you go to fight the Skeleton King. So that's kind of in context of just where they were. So they traveled. And we have, uh, so King Leoric, Queen Asilla, and their two sons. And they had an older son named Aiden and a younger son named Albrecht. And each of those has a little bit of story I'll get into when I probably when I talk about the Skeleton King. But in any case, you had a whole family, okay? And they traveled and they moved and they built this, you know, huge mansion to live in. And um, King Leoric went mad in the process. 
So before he went mad, it's reasonable to think that Queen Asilla lived a life of luxury. She was a queen, after all. Um, I find it interesting that he just declared himself king, and therefore she automatically became queen. It's I'm not entirely certain yet exactly how the royalty system works in Sanctuary, but in this case, he moved, he declared himself king, she became queen. I guess her sons were princes then. Um, which is kind of weird to think about considering their fate. Neither one had a happy uh, fate eventually, uh, as some of you already know. So she had a family, she had a husband, she had a life of luxury, and she had servants. She seems to have been very like nice to her servants. She cared about them. She was devoted to them. And this plays into when you find her in game. The very first time that you hear about Queen Asilla is in Act 1 as you play through story mode, and it's in the Slaughtered Calf Inn where there's a bunch of villagers hanging around, and there are two women who stand over by a table and have things to say as you play through Act 1, and they kind of gossip about things, these two ladies. One of the pieces of gossip that one of them shares is something to the effect of that she heard that King Leoric had his own wife executed, well, they're talking about Queen Asilla. You just don't know it yet if it's your first time through story mode or if you've been playing in adventure mode long enough where you kind of forgot about that reference. But they kind of, you know, this is where Diablo sort of hints about what's coming up and Asilla's fate. So at some point, uh, while Asilla was living with her husband and kids in a life of it probably luxury. I mean, that's a pretty big, you know, place to live that they had, and they had all this land, and, you know, they were the king and the queen, right? So they probably had money. I don't think she had anything to worry about until her husband went mad. And in doing so, he builds this torture chamber in the bottom of his house and starts imprisoning people who he feels are against him. Unfortunately, he feels that his wife, Asilla, is one of these people who has turned against him, and he imprisons her in the dungeon. Uh, in a cell by herself for we don't really have any idea how long she was down there but that's where he put her when you first meet queen asilla it is in the cursed hold and you're actually at that moment on your way to eventually fight the warden in the middle of the giant uh, prison that's down there she's the first cell and she floats over to you holding out her head in her hand because she's been beheaded and you know asks for your help there's a journal that you can find after she speaks to you, and I'll get to what she says in a minute, but the journal is significant. It's called Queen Asilla's Journal, and you can find it in her cell if you walk over, and uh, I think there's a box or something. There's a box that you can uh, open and find the journal. She writes, Starved of the sun, I no longer know what day it is. I can hear the warden, my husband, and that dog Lazarus discussing my fate. My life will be over soon, yet I fear more for my poor Albrecht's future in the wake of his father's madness. If only Aiden were here, and it's signed Queen Asilla. Albrecht and Aiden, of course, are her sons. And Lazarus is Leoric's, um, gonna say, assistant for now, and come to that in another episode. So we know at this point, this occurred... Uh, a long time ago. Um, so Aiden has already gone somewhere. You know, she says, if only Aiden were here, he's the older son and he's traveled off somewhere. Uh, she's worried about Albrecht's future. And we know that Albrecht uh, eventually got dragged into the Tristram Cathedral and uh, Diablo 
got him, basically. So she doesn't know that that's occurred. So I, you know, it makes you really wonder just how long she's been down there. And I'm not sure how this fits the time frame of everything, but we do know that there are a lot of references in the game to 20 years ago, and, and that this is when they refer to anything that happened in the original Tristram. So perhaps this is 20 years ago. Uh, she's been in the cell long enough to be starved of the sun and no longer knowing what day it is. That much is clear. So when she talks to you, she says to you uh, two things. She says, I am Asilla, once queen to our beloved Laoric. My servants and I were consumed by his madness. Now I give you my blessing, champion, to release my people from their eternal torment. And this sets you out on a quest to go kill off all the uh, skeletons and everything else down there and free her people who are imprisoned in individual cells in little circles of light as they travel around it. So this tells you that she actually cares about her servants. She's dead. She can't help them herself. And she's hanging around for a hero to come and set them free. So she actually cared about her servants. She was probably very nice. So how did she die? Well, uh, in between writing her journal and when the player meets her in the Cursed Hold, uh, you, uh, you later discover this in a little cutscene thing, but um, she was beheaded by her husband. He it was absolutely certain that she had turned against him, like so many others. And you can see this scene play out in-game after you kill the warden and you're, you're heading on down to the next part of the game. There's a little scene off to the side. This is where you've got Leoric and uh, Lazarus standing there. And Queen Asilla is trapped in a guillotine, and you can see her kind of struggling to get out. And he's, you know, Leoric is saying, you know, even you have turned against me, this sort of thing. And the whole time she is protesting that she loves him and that she hasn't turned against him. But of course, he's gone crazy and he kills her. That's how she died. This is why when you first see Queen Asilla, she's holding her head out to you because she's been beheaded and somehow her ghost has stayed in that format. So you've got that much. Um, and, you know, like I said, she cared about her servants. She has you, the hero, go and rescue them, fighting through everything. And I don't, she didn't have to necessarily stick around for that, you know? Um, she could have just moved on, I guess. Um, but she cares. She cares about her servants being released. You gotta wonder if she's aware of whatever happened to her sons at this point in some way. Who knows, you know? But as, you know, on her mind after she died, apparently, was someone must set my servants free. And so, of course, you do that as, as the, uh, the player character, which kind of makes you a hero, probably, in her eyes. The other interesting thing about Queen Asilla has to do with her family tree. So she's married to King Leoric, the Skeleton King, same, same guy. And she has two sons, Albrecht and Aiden. Aiden's the older son now in a previous episode of the lower corner, I mentioned that uh, Aiden got together with Adria to uh, create Leah. Okay, so this means that Queen Asilla, who you see for just a short time in the game, is actually Leah's grandmother, which is kind of interesting to think about. It's a really weird, doomed family tree, but that's the story behind Queen Asilla from start to finish which you don't get in chronological order in the game. So I decided to put it together for you in this lore corner, and I hope you've enjoyed it. This brings us to the end of this episode of Jen's Lore Corner. Find more episodes on Book of Jen at bookofjen.net. <laughs>